Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest in. Tamaron is an award-winning businesswoman, author, shamanic storyteller who loves empowering women to flourish and step into living a more fulfilling legacy to embrace pure joy. As a spiritual alchemist, astrologer, former radio host, and producer of her own weekly series podcast, Your Time Matters, she has guided hundreds of thousands of listeners for over 13 years to connect their soul's voice and their own truth. I love all spirituality and connectedness like this. So I am thrilled to be bringing you here. Tamaron, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Dory, thank you so much for that great introduction. And I'm very grateful um, for the interview today. And to be honest, spirituality is a huge topic in the world right now. Without a doubt. So for those who don't know, share with us what a spiritual alchemist is. Well, in ancient times, the word alchemist was, it represented a scientist. And that was a scientist who could transform coal and spin it into gold. So as a spiritual alchemist, what I like to do is to work with my clients to really transform that emotional pain and trauma that they've experienced in this lifetime and to find the spiritual message and experience love and joy back into their life. And it's a journey. It's a spiritual journey. It truly is. So you use astrology with a personalized digital alchemy guidebook to empower your female clients. How do you do that? Well, to be honest, that's my little genius mind at work and pulling in a lot of my expertise. But when I became an astrologer, what I realized was that I needed to find a way to give people messages that was very different from the norm. Like astrology is not just all about your sun sign and reading little cheesy things online or listening to videos, but there is more to understanding our astrological birth chart. And I found that people, you know, would book a meeting and then they'd cancel and whatever. But I'm on a mission to empower more people. And so I had to come up with a way. And in one of my morning meditations, I had this idea to create a digital book. So not a printed book, but a digital book. And rather than calling it an ebook, I decided to call it a guidebook. So basically, I'm taking the secret messages from someone's birth chart, interpreting it, and putting it into a book that they can access the link anytime, and it's digital. It's all in the online world, so it's easier. There's no printing involved, and they can access it whenever because 
sometimes patterns repeat themselves and people can flip open the book and go, oh, yeah, she wrote it right here. You know, this is a big lesson for me. Um, and then I have additional areas of information depending on what version they buy. There's a very basic version that I create. And then depending on how I'm working with the client, if they want to work with me longer for three to six months, then it includes more information. But they have access to that guidebook forever. I think that's fascinating to create something like that. I'm sure that's part of one of the things that makes you very unique and different from other healers. What other aspects of the work that you do sets you apart? That is a great question, Dory. Um, the word healer really represents a lot in today's world. We have people that are psychic mediums or just psychics or astrologers um, or people that just do Reiki. There's all, all different forms of healing. And I've been working in the healing arts since basically 2000, 2001, where I was going through a huge crisis in my own life. And that door opened up in my life and over the years I had tried different things and studied all different things but when I became a certified astrologer it just blew my mind wide open because I could look at someone's birth chart and see the lessons that the big journeys that they're going to go on but then with other areas of my expertise being certified as a health coach and being certified in Boxflower essence practitioners and essential oils, what I realized was that I could take their message that they, that they have in this lifetime and suggest specific natural remedies that they can use to help them when they're going through challenging times. Because when we're dealing with fear or anxiety or depression or something, or even just like, you know, deciding to be an entrepreneur, like what is it you're going to do? It's very overwhelming. And so I can look at someone's chart and it can tell me, wow, this person would most likely um, have get better results from this area or something else. So the birth chart has these secret clues in it and it's easy for me to interpret it because of my astrology background. And then the combination of all of my areas of expertise just kind of like create like a domino effect. And like I said, I put it in the guidebook so it's easy for them, right? And then you just have to find where you can purchase them and I continue that information as well. So it's taking everything that I'm passionate about and just giving everybody the information that they need so that they can move through challenging times. You kind of alluded that you've kind of had some personal things. What yeah. kind of challenges have you oh, overcome wow. to become this expert that you are? Well, Dory, that's a big question. And to be honest, um, back in 2000 or late 1999, early 2000, I recognized that I was actually genuinely suicidal, not just thinking about it, but I was literally, you know, saying to myself, like, why did I get all this crap in this lifetime? Like, what did I was thinking, what did I do to deserve this? And um, I wound up at my doctor's office. And she diagnosed me with medication that I had a severe reaction to every single thing. So I couldn't use traditional meds. And um, then I wound up um, talking to a woman who was 
studying herbs and herbology and she gave me a dose of something and I felt like a million bucks the next day and I went, wow, okay, I need to understand what this woman gave me, why it worked and how to use it. And so that's when I went on to get all my training and got a certified as a health coach myself and then just carried on all of these courses for the past 22 years. And that time in my life was a crisis but it also changed my life and it transformed everything that I'm doing so that now I can teach and educate other people to pass down that knowledge because the world we're going through so many changes in our life right now. And people are realizing there are options we can have, especially if we're looking at more of a holistic path in life. I am somebody who is incredibly holistic. And so I love that it was actually non-traditional that helped you through because I don't think people give, although I think people are learning more and more about naturopathy and naturopathic medicines, essential oils, things that you can do because sadly drug companies fund medical schools. That's right. Doctors are taught to push medication as opposed to pushing nutrition and nutrients and substances and and herbal remedies that are going to help your body fight what has to happen. Yeah, and on all levels. And I talk a lot about that in my teachings, too. And, you know, just to give a shout-out, too, like the medical system does have a purpose. But also what we need to recognize is that doctors do not go to medical – they don't go to holistic school. They don't learn this stuff. So I always say to people, don't go running to your doctor – and ask them if I've recommended something to you because they don't have the answer. Unless the doctor on the side is doing that in their own personal life, they are not allowed to tell you to go ahead and use something. The best thing they can say to you is you can try it, and if it works for you, that's great. But a doctor cannot recommend that because they can lose their their license. So people need to know where to go. Um, who the experts are, people with testimonials, people that have had certified training, like go on their LinkedIn profile, same as mine. You can see that I've had multiple trainings over the years. And then even on social media, people post testimonials, and I put them in my marketing materials too. You know, it is out there, but the world is opening up. And I just think that North America is a little bit a little bit behind, like in European countries <laughs> – more recognized so we just need to catch up you know in Canada and the U.S. I agree with you a thousand percent and I was really fortunate because when I was my kids were growing up I had a pediatrician who I wasn't against antibiotics believe me if my kids needed one but if it was something that I could do organically holistically I preferred that, and he would tell me all the time, go to the apothecary, get this, get that, you know, let them know. My daughter, my favorite thing, my daughter was four years old. Daddy came to pick her up. She had a cough, Mm -hmm. and he said to her, oh, we need to go to whatever drugstore and pick you up some triaminic, and she put her little hands on her hips. She's like, has mommy taught you nothing? She's (laughs) like, you'll take me to Mrs. Green's. I'll call for the apothecary, and they'll let me know what I need. And there's her dad, six foot three. Oh, okay, honey. (laughs) I hear you. It was hysterical to see this little girl let daddy know, no, 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 you're not going to do that to me. You're going to take me and I'm going to get something that's going to help me fight this. Not just me, it was hysterical to see. 
And I, I hear think it's you. really important to instill in our children. Yeah. Oh, that's just it, you know, and that's how I do it too. I always start there first. And if it fails, right, then I go to a doctor. But, you know, when I'm not feeling well, the first thing I'm doing is pulling out essential oils. I'm pulling out herbs. You know, I'm trying to heal the body from the inside out first. And then I always look at the emotional component too. Like I'm a big fan of Louise Hay. And who's Louise Hay? Let us know. She, yeah, she wrote the um, the book, You Can Heal Your Life, and really studied for many years about what was what's the emotional story that's connected to the physical symptoms. And so a lot of times we can look at, you know, that emotional story, and then I can recommend the natural holistic remedy to rebalance that negative emotion that someone is experiencing. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. Say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Get early access to Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank on digital today. Buy or rent the heroic animated adventure that's nonstop fun for the entire family. Michael Sierra and Samuel L. Jackson voice the hilarious comedy about an underdog samurai's journey to become top dog in a world full of cats. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. She is brave, she is bold, she is you, and we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Tamaron, and we are just talking about our soul's voice, their own truths, and as a 60s chick, that whole age of Aquarius, what does that represent in astrology, Tamaron? Well, Dory, believe it or not, we're in it. Whether we're willing to accept it or not, you know that famous song, Age of Aquarius. Well, it was great in the 60s. However, we're in it now. So a lot of astrologers are really trying to teach and educate people 
about astrology in general because 11th house represents astrology and um, the message about age of Aquarius is understanding that we are experiencing a lot of chaos in our world now because we're going through a crisis to transform that into a new way of living and Aquarius actually represents community, spirituality, oneness, and even great acts of kindness. So believe it or not, I honestly think that in the future, we're going to see more people connecting on a very spiritual level and accepting others regardless of race, um, education, you know, what you own, and um, even our sexuality, like really embracing everyone and just saying, like, you're a human being, and so am I, and I get you. So there's a lot of empathy and compassion that is going to come out of what we're going through. And I honestly think that four or five years down the world, the world's going to be a very different place. But I think we're going to be um, feeling a little bit more peace in our life. But we're in the big crisis now, and it's going to be for the next three years. But a lot of things are changing to actually make it better. So we just have to really be open to understanding that what we're going through is for the good of humanity. As you're talking about that, I'm going to ask you kind of for a little bit of free advice. Okay. You can offer to our listeners right now. Yeah, that's about it. Um, if you're finding that this conversation is interesting, one of the best things I can suggest for anyone to do is to um, get a reading from a certified astrologer, but go with someone who's going to ask you like your specific information. You're going to need to know the exact time that you were born and obviously the location, which most people know, but not everybody in case they were adopted or whatever. And even if you don't know that information, there are astrologers that can help you figure that out. It's just a process of elimination because there are clues within a day or a time frame, a window of time, where depending on where the planets were in the sky, it will help to predict that time of birth for you. And there was nobody else that has that because the minute you came into this planet, you took your first breath, what happens, there was a picture of exactly what happened in the sky in that moment, that moment you took that first breath. And so the moon was in some place, you know, Jupiter was somewhere else, all the different planets were somewhere, and they create an emotional story and a spiritual journey that you are here to experience. Now, if someone was born at the exact same time, they would have been in a different place. And so these time zones make a difference. And so they might have a completely different experience than you. No two people are going to have that same journey at this t- on the planet while they're here. So astrology can actually help you understand why maybe some patterns keep showing up in your life, why you can't break through them, like what is that spiritual lesson you need to learn, and what is the work that you need to do on yourself to break through those patterns and to become emotionally free. That is a big part of what I do in my readings and putting the information into the guidebooks 
And I give you those clues because I want people to experience that road less traveled. And I actually give people homework to do as well. And I say, if you just start doing this, even if it's just three minutes a day, you're going to start feeling better and your life is going to begin to make more sense. So astrology is a science. It's not woo-woo stuff. I've always understood the science of astrology. And it's so funny because I actually wanted to study it and then realized, you know, going in, I wanted to get some astronomy behind me. It's astrophysics. I'm like, yeah, okay, forget it. Not going to happen. Yeah. Oh. Astrology is math. It's math where the planets are, and then it's just the emotional story of what the planets are saying at different times. Like your sun sign is like how you represent yourself. And where the sun is on the day you were born, that's what most people know. So right now we've got the sun. Oh, actually, where are we? Cancer, Leo. We're in Leo season, right? So, and I think he's going into Virgo. I have to check. It's getting pretty close. But the sun is how you represent yourself. The moon, where the moon is, actually represents your emotional body. And that is that part of you that maybe other people never see. It's who you are when you, nobody's watching, like when you're in your own home. So that represents how you feel about something. And your rising sign is how other people see you. So just understanding your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign is actually a combination of different aspects of your personality. Like, for example, one lady I know, she was a client, and she said, I'm an Aries. And I hate people, I hate it when people ask me, what is your horoscope? She says, because I don't act or feel like an Aries. And so I don't, you know, sometimes Aries can be very pushy and, you know, like alpha male, like very strong. And I said, well, that's probably because you have your, your moon and your rising sign somewhere else. And I said, that's probably why you don't feel like you're, you're an Aries, and sure enough, we looked at her chart, and I explained a lot of things to her, and it turned out she was a very, her journey was very spiritual, and, um, you know, she was really being challenged to step into spiritual leadership, and so she just found that, yeah, understanding the information I gave her made her recognize she's not just an Aries, so you are not just your sun sign, and that can help people really understand themselves. I was in therapy and doing counseling and doing all kinds of different spiritual practices. And when I became a certified astrologer, everything just made sense. It was like, wow, that's why I do that. That's why I think that way. That's why I behave that way. That's why it's hard for me to connect with my emotional body. It's a practice that I need to enhance. And so it gave me those tools. And then I was able to live a more balanced life, understanding those clues from my own personal birth chart. And so now I want to help others. It's always so fascinating to me. I was talking to somebody about just the idea of the astrological signs and how I'm not somebody that really believes in reincarnation. Like I know I'm not going to die and come back as somebody else, but I do think that souls move on. Yeah. And so I find it so interesting, Aries being that first sign. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm an old soul. And hopefully, as I go through the last phases, I've learned enough that by the time I'm a Pisces, I'll get to go on to Nirvana. Because I know a Pisces in my life, believe me, they're going right back to being an Aries. <laughs> They've gone through 13 signs. They haven't learned jack spit. <laughs> like, dude, really? 
you're going to have to do this all over again. And so I, I do, I find it really interesting. I always have because there are so many things that guide and form who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think more and more people are starting to realize that there are some things that inherently, again, your birth sign, where and when and and everything else. You know what? It's word of mom radio. So you're hearing my granddaughter in the background, you know, but I do, I find it really fascinating. And, you know, I want to go back because I know your favorite thing about life is being a mom. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of a mantra or message have you have or have your children learned from you? Oh, well, for me, it's a Capricorn. <laughs> um, and I have a stellium of planets in Capricorn, actually in my astrological birth chart. And my mantra is just never give up. You know, you can reroute, you can do things differently. But, you know, I used to have that fridge magnet, you know, never, ever give up because life is a journey. And for me, you know, being suicidal, you know, over 20 years ago now, there was a time in my life where I really contemplated giving up. And luckily for me, you know, a new door of opportunity changed my life. And that's the message I want to pass on to people is that if your life feels very challenging right now, it just means you're in a challenging time. And there is always an opportunity for you to grow. What's your favorite memory being a mom? Oh, wow. I have so many, but I think it is for me, um, every time my kids have a birthday, I have two boys that are young men now. And when it's time to call them on their birthday, I always say, so do you remember the story of the day you were born? Because I love sharing that story of what was happening at the time. And I think that got triggered from that movie Mermaids with Cher. And um, just the story about always telling the, the older sister, telling the younger sister about the day she was born. And I seem to have done that as well myself. But um, yeah, I love uh, joking with my kids a lot. But I hope that's something that they actually remember me for is, yeah, every time it was my birthday, mom would say, do you remember what was happening the day you were born? I love that. And it's, it still catches in my throat. My kids now are 34, 32, and 30. I've never, the night before their birth, the only one I sleep really well with is my middle son because he was born at 1.44 a.m. Yeah. So I'll wind up getting a little more sleep later. But my son and my daughter, I never get a good night's sleep because I'm remembering Yeah. what it was like and being in the hospital and being so excited. And, and they laugh. They're like, Mom, all these years later, I'm like, that's right. All these years later, it's yesterday because I don't think people realize so often for so many women, because it's not all of us, but for for so many moms that their favorite job was being, my favorite job is the job of mom. That's why I have my granddaughter here. So that's the job in the world. And It it is my favorite thing. But they don't realize that you can literally close your eyes and they were just the first time they were put in your arms. Yeah, And it's amazing because you never think you could love anybody more than your own children, and then they hand you a grandchild. And it's like, yeah, okay, bye-bye. Yeah, your heart just (laughs) split again. You know, and it's interesting you say that, too, because I can totally resonate with what you're saying. And to be honest, Dory, sometimes even looking at someone's birth chart, 
I can say to them, you know what? You're better off just to focus on being a mom because that's what makes you happy. And when you're happy, the rest of your life falls into place. As we're wrapping up, what kind of future, what do you see your future bringing to you, Tamaran? Oh, wow. I see myself really working with women. Um, but to be honest, it's about being a balanced lifestyle between being an entrepreneur and still having time for my kids. Like for me, I burn myself out trying to do everything and to try and be perfect. And at this wise stage of my life, I realized that, you know, in order for me to feel fulfilled, I need to have time with my family and my children. So for me, it's about finding that happy balance. Please let everyone know how they can reach out to you, Tamaran. Oh, Dory, thank you so much. Um, the best way to actually reach reach me is to go to your website, which is wordofmomradio.com, where the links to this show will be posted. Otherwise, the only other social media link that I would recommend people go to, because you can go on my link tree and see everything that I offer, is to follow me on Instagram, and it's under Northern Alchemist 888. Tamaron's links are going to be live, and I just want to thank you for sharing such amazing wisdom with us today. I would love to have you back. I oh, really Dory, would. it would be a pleasure to yeah, come back and to join you. Absolutely fascinating. I really want to continue on, and, and I just thank you for being here with us and for being so sweet with my little Edie in the <laughs> background. And for all of you tuning in, just thank you so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.